Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer this morning from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Hey, good morning, Simi. Now let's talk about what happened yesterday. And I, I know you're not a big sports fan, but you've been following along with this whole Hub City thing for the NHL. And it very much sounds like the NHL wanted BC to kind of bend the rules a bit. I think that's the issue that was hanging out there. Um, I, I, I was struck by your comment this morning, and I also looked at the feedback on what happened. And I think it's quite neat that British Columbians rallied yeah. around Dr. Bonnie Henry and the Premier and Adrian Dix for not bending on this issue. Uh, as I understand it from the sports uh, reporters, the issue here was what happens if Vancouver becomes the hub city and somebody um, in one of these uh, isolation wards that they were going to set up, uh, a player or a staffer, a team staffer, gets COVID-19. What yeah. happens? Well, uh, the BC rule is if it happens, uh, the public health officials go in, they test everybody, and everybody has to isolate. And I gather the league didn't much like that. They were worried about it disrupting their plans uh, for resuming a, a playoff season. And um, Dr. Bounty Henry had made it clear that she said she wasn't negotiating directly with the league, but she laid down the rules. Those are the rules. And, you know, she said this to me as a hockey fan. She told mm-hmm. us that from the outset. She's a big NHL fan. She'd like to see the, the league come back. She looked forward to watching the games. And she said yesterday, I'm disappointed, but I'm still looking forward to watching the games wherever they're played. Oh, I think, I'm, I think the NHL made a mistake myself. I think they made a mistake, and I was really struck by something Adrian Dix said. So he's diplomatic about it, right? And mm-hmm. he said, you know, uh, I know the league had to weigh a lot of considerations here, and I know the Canucks made a very good pitch, but he said, if I were the league or I were the NHL Players Association, I would have been looking at British Columbia's record on public health mm-hmm. as a reason for coming here because the place is safer. And right near the end of what he said yesterday, he highlighted the shortcomings of the three U.S. cities still on the list, and he did it by citing the most recent case statistics for their jurisdiction. So remember, yesterday, British Columbia, 19 cases. Las Vegas, Nevada had 452 cases. Chicago, Illinois had 715 cases. Los Angeles, California had 6,712 cases. Again, I heard you and Gordon McDonald talking about this this morning. If the NHL goes to one of those cities, it strikes me they are running a big risk that their playoffs are going to be interrupted by someone on one of those teams, maybe yeah. more than one person, because we've seen athletes are not being all that careful, some of them anyway. They're running the risk that their playoffs are going to be disrupted by an outbreak of COVID-19. I know. Okay. Well, lots to talk about with that. Let's talk about uh, what's coming up this morning. I know there's going to be some discussion with First Nations leaders as well. Tourism is a big issue here because on the one hand, you've got, you know, the Indigenous Tourism Association saying 
please go visit, you know, and take advantage of some of these businesses, use them. But on the other hand, you've got some First Nations and Indigenous communities saying, we're not comfortable with necessarily having you come visit. Yes, and that's created a problem where the traditional territory of a First Nation overlaps with a tourism-dependent community. And Vancouver Island's a good example. The New Channel Tribal Council saying, don't come here. And, of course, Tofino and Yuklulit and other places on the west coast of the island within New Channel territory wanting very much the tourists to come back. Uh, Dr. Henry was asked about this yesterday, and she said the provincial government is negotiating Um, through the Ministry of Indigenous Relations with communities where this is an issue. They're trying to work out a protocol and an understanding. Government's very hopeful that it will be able to work something out, obviously. I mean, a good example, uh, Alberni is the riding of B.C.'s Indigenous minister, Scott Fraser. So obviously there's an economic interest in his community, but he also has to be sensitive to First Nations. So that's a that's a key. Um, it's interesting. We're getting this briefing today on the issue at 9 o'clock. Um, we're going to hear from Dr. Bonnie Henry and uh, Dr. McDonald, who is the head of the uh, acting head of the First Nations Health Authority, on how Indigenous people have been faring under COVID-19. We were going to get the briefing last Friday. It was scheduled and then it was canceled because of that awful episode about the uh, alleged game they were playing in emergency war. So it was put off for a week. I'm thinking that one of the reasons we're getting this briefing is to provide some reassurance from public health officials that protocols are in place. Um, that Indigenous people have been protected. Uh, Yes, there have been some cases, but I think we'll get some stats on how many there have been. So the government's trying to sort this out, uh, recognizing that First Nations have understandable concerns like other British Columbians about how safe it's going to be to reopen. But I think the provincial government would like Uh, those communities to be able to reopen, perhaps with some different rules for uh, First Nations Mm -hmm. communities, but also to protect their neighbors who may be in the tourism business and want to reopen. And of course, there are First Nations-owned tourism industries as well that are concerned about this issue as well. Uh, Also, we should mention schools out officially for the summer. Teachers are all done as of today. Yes, uh, school's out, and we had the update yesterday from Dr. Henry, and so there's been two uh, teachers, we're not given a lot of details about this, who've tested positive for COVID-19. The cases have been investigated. One's an independent school, one's in a public school. Uh, Dr. Henry said that the investigation so far confident that students weren't exposed, and You know, she was asked, like, how's it gone? She said, well, her sense is it's gone relatively well. And they're going to sit down and assess this over the summer. The school boards, the teachers union, the uh, education ministry, public health officials, and put together a plan for the fall. She said she'd like to see as broad an opening as possible. But obviously, again, it's not going to be normal life in the school system any more than it's going to be normal life in British Columbia this summer. Mm -hmm. All right. Lots to wait for. Vaughn, thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye, Simi. You too.